Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Gamerland Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Worship. With me, as always, is the one, the only, the toddy in anybody's hottie. Yeah! The thekevinmiller.com. Jump and press the circle button, Kevin. 50 milliliters to you, my friend. Right? All 50 of them. For those of you not enjoying us live at mixlr.com, watch the autocorrect on that. Mixlr.com. What happens if it, it turns it into Mixer if you do, oh, uh, sure. do it on a sure, phone sure. or situation. But uh, you can you can download a free app, mixlr.com and, uh, and slash Gamerland, and then you can follow us. And if you put that free app on your phone then you will get a notification whenever we go live on your phone. Or if you go there, all they ask is a user a username, which is your email. It could be your Facebook. It could be, oh, it literally it, you log through yeah, Facebook? That's no, how I, I am. And so you log in, and then you get an alert or an email every time we go mm-hmm. live, which is usually around Mondays at 8 p.m. Pacific. Pacific Standard Time? Daylight savings. I don't know. Are we there? Not yeah, we're in standard time now. So we gotta fall we gotta spring forward and mm-hmm, coming up in mm-hmm, a few it mm-hmm. seems like I just fell back. Kevin. I well I know because your clock in the other room is still on daylight savings time. So Well, I mean it's not like it's a room I go into. Sure. George W. Bush fixed that. But you brought that up to Wait, say he, fixed it. he changed it. It used to be different and then Bush. Oh, he changed moved. the dates of it? Yeah, he pulled I feel it like back fixing it would require getting rid of it. Really? Yeah. I, th- don't you? I opposite. I, you like the daylight I savings? Very much enjoy. Even it. since having children. Yes. Finish your thought, though. You're drinking 50 milliliters of whiskey. Yeah, 50 milliliters. So I've been on this diet that I started back in August, and part of the diet was that I could not have any alcohol so long as it was daylight savings. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why I was so shocked by George W. Bush ruining my appeal for booze. It's like he was hogging it all for himself. And uh, so I've been on this diet since August 22nd, and wow. I lost 20. Here's the thing. All the most I've lost is 29 pounds, but then I pick up like three and then I'll lose it. Well, because and, and then there's also muscle because you're working out and stuff, right? Yeah. How how many weeks is August 22nd from it's today? supposed to be five and a half months total? So, and that it gets done in the middle of February. So, that I've you got did your a couple more weeks left. You did your own 140 days because oh, when, when I did my 140 day challenge over the summer. Because I, I started that thing where I was like, every day for 140 days, I'm going to talk about a character that I love. Hashtag 140 characters. And when I did it, I didn't do the math that that's 20 weeks. <laughs> 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 Nearly half a year, like just shy of half a year. Is that a, what is that? Is that like a, is that like the cinnamon challenge, but not? I, I invented it. Oh, you invented it. Yeah. Okay. I, I was like, that'll be a cool, fun thing. Like an exploration of characters that I love that inspire me. I challenged some other people to it. One is still doing it. Uh, they it, it's really hard. <laughs> I, I would rather do the cinnamon challenge than the 140. And then shortly after Twitter announced that, that you now can have 280 characters. So I'm glad I did it when I did, because if I had, if I was halfway through the 140 day uh, character per day challenge and they're like, by the way, it's 280. I'd have been like, Nope, <laughs> suck it. I'm, I'm done. Out. I'm out. I quit. 
Uh, speaking of which, lots of uh, things for us to talk about. I have, because... We can't take weeks off. I am yeah, like I backlogged That's with things. That, no, you were born and you're allowed. I'm allowed to be bored. <laughs> uh, I'm allowed to exist. <laughs> the uh, So, yeah, so we took last week off because it was my birthday. My parents surprised me. I had no idea. Yeah. Honestly, That's you and, I, surprises talk, Kevin and I usually get together for each of our birthdays. Yeah. My birthday fell on a Wednesday. That's one of three days that I work. I mm-hmm. knew I couldn't drink, or at the time I thought I couldn't drink, yeah. I should say. Uh, there wasn't, it's it's 39, so it wasn't like it was a milestone in my head. Well, it's three times 13, so you could have three 13-year-old birthday parties. Oh. Missed opportunity. I wanted, I think it was 11 or 12. I had to ask my dad for a birthday party. <gasps> yeah. And, well, it's not unusual. And he said, oh, you're still doing that? Oh, that's unusual. <laughs> it's funny because my dad's dad. very loving. And then he drove up here. Yeah, to that's see what's you. so weird about it. That's it must strange. have been my mom's idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I come, uh, Natalie, we had no plans People to People do dinner. birthday parties into adulthood and beyond. That's I know, not unusual. I, but it's, birthdays were never a big deal in the Warsham house. I that's see. just the way it is. Like, I can tell that now. So we, we, uh, we, we went out to eat on a Friday by pure happenstance, and it was funny because we go. There's a favorite Mexican food place here in Burbank. I love it. it's Don yeah. Cuco. I've heard. I call it Don Cuco, and it's Don Cuco, and it's not Don Coyotes, no. which we also have. Oh, we do. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. It. I'm loyal to Don Cuco, <laughs> and so we go there, and we always get reservations. That's one of the reasons why we like them. They have delicious Cadillac margaritas that are very stiff, mm. delicious food. Mm-hmm. Walk in, and uh, so Natalie makes a reservation, and the guy goes, for six. And the girls who take the phone calls were like, no, no, just four. He goes, but it says six. And Natalie uh, goes, I don't know. Like, say, I don't know. Really? And so what was, and so Natalie has a really hard time surprising me. So we, we sit down, and I said, why did they think we had six, I wonder? And, did uh, you sit down at a table for six? Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, not six seats, but it was one of the round sure, like, benches. Sure, six could so, fit. Yeah. yeah, but we've sat in the big round seat like that when it's just the four of us, to be yeah. honest. So sit down. I sniff nothing out. I just go, that's weird. And she goes, yeah, I have no idea. So then we <laughs> Your have wife our... is a terrible liar. Yes, I know. That's why I was so shocked I didn't sniff it out. So we, we go through our whole meal. I come home. I'm the first one to walk in the door. I see the TV is on and it's on news and I turn around to yell at my children for not turning the TV off when they left. And then my dad goes, surprise! Happy birthday! And I, it scared the piss out of me. Why didn't he show up to dinner? Because he was too late. Oh. So they got stuck in traffic. That was the oh, idea. Sure, That's sure, why sure. there was a reservation got for six. I got it. So I was so surprised. And so we had a delightful weekend. We hung yeah. out. Yeah, they, it was good. You were here. We watched the football games on yeah, Sunday. Both was, of them. Yeah, it was good times. And, uh, then they they left for my birthday, so that's that's why I, I thought there was going to be nothing, and then there was and then something. there was something. There was something. and there was alcohol, and there was partying. Yeah, we my went parents to Disneyland. Stayed, they thought I thought my my parents thought they were actually going to leave on my birthday, uh, or the day before yeah. my birthday, I should say, because I had to work on Wednesday, my birthday, and then they stuck around, and we had a a dinner where I had a Virginia a honey baked ham nice. and a sweet potato casserole, which is my new favorite thing. Awesome. Now, including eggs. For yes. Who's a I almost brought that over for your birthday. I went with video games instead. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Kevin was very nice. Got me Mass Effect Andromeda and, and Assassin's Creed Origins, which I am which I, in love with both of. It, I know based on only the past that any game I ever buy you eventually ends up mm-hmm. on my shelf. So I'm pretty much just... It's like a layaway plan. <laughs> yeah. I failed you on Uncharted 4. We've discussed yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry for I gotta that. i play that. I get but that. you were talking about, uh, so the reason I talk about this, I was trying to get to football. How, how sweet is it that you, that uh, to you, a cool birthday is just your parents coming into town? That's I'm very, uh, birthdays are so low key for me and yeah. I'm very easy. And I like simple. Yeah. I like simple. True. But I think, I think, I don't know. That's why I was asking you for 40. I think for 40, I might want to do something a little bit bigger. Yeah, like Vegas big? Like, I know, but I'm not a Vegas guy. Yeah, me I might go to um, like, a, like a Mexico. Oh, or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like go to like a beach. Someplace where you actually can get arrested and not come Ooh, home. Ooh, I like that idea. <laughs> i got to update my passport, think about it. Get yes, my fares in order. But um, <laughs> but football, we discovered the greatest league of all time. is Oh, yes. The Mutant you, Football and League. And now my children are into it. Are they really? You let oh, them play. my gosh. This game gonna... is inappropriate for children. Yeah, that <laughs> means my kids get to play it. That doesn't, it means nothing. The, but there's so many drug references in it. They and, don't get that part. All they care, yeah. they see, they see uh, zombies and skeletons. Absolutely. And they hear the F word every once in a while. And yeah. that's white noise to them. Their mother says it 14 times a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a lot, there's a lot of like ball metaphors in it. There's yeah. a lot of jokes about being touching 
crunching, kicking balls. And I don't think they even get that. I really don't think that. Yeah, I used the word nuts to my five-year-old, and he didn't know what it was. I said, don't kick him in the nuts. And he looked at me like, oh, where are oh, they? Oh, they're aware he, of that. Does he have raisins, too? But because <laughs> they're aware. Here's the thing. I had to, It's so funny, the difference in the worlds when I do this podcast yeah. and the parenting podcast. I'm sorry. I'm going to turn the air back on because I thought it was too cold. It's the now alcohol it's too warm. and the tea you're drinking. So you you tell me. Raise your right hand okay. if it gets too cold. So I What know. do I do? Or just to, say it's really cold in okay, here. Okay, that'd probably be easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're very good at this. Uh, 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 <laughs> you're right or my right? I don't know. I'm flapping. You know, just ask me that. Say you're right or my. <laughs> you're, the more you know. <laughs> I didn't even need it. That you did be, it. That should be a drop. Oh yeah, I got a new drop. Uh, we were, Kevin was having an over under how long before I used it. Now, yeah. I, I teed you up. Knowing is half the battle. And that's not even the drop. Nine, <laughs> nine minutes and 30 seconds. That's there it is. Now we know. I forgot to check that we were recording. <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. <laughs> we oh, every so nine minutes and 38 seconds. I had an that. excellent father-son moment yeah. uh, with where we played Mutant League football. I asked myself, I'm, I'm working a lot. I'm doing appearances on Saturday. I'm an internet celebrity, Kevin. That's I'm what sure. I You are a real celebrity. I'm an internet celebrity. I don't know about it. I, I think I we're, like you are. we're pretty get, much on the, the same level. We need to, this, the, we need to just like we defined it enough where Pluto's <laughs> not a planet, yeah, yeah, we yeah. need to redefine celebrity. Okay. I feel like the bare minimum requirement, like when I was a, when you, you could say you were a comedian if you made a paycheck. Yeah. Right? So, but we were celebrities in the comedy sports slash Nickelodeon era when we were working say. in San Jose doing live shows and but shows did we get fan mail? There wasn't fan mail yeah. at the time. See, I feel like I feel like that's the difference. If you get fan mail, mm-hmm. and I'll even extend it, I feel like it gives it more credibility when it's fan snail mail. Yeah, but yeah. if you get even now like a Facebook message of like, I really like what you, you don't do. Get that? I'm a big. I do now. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but. Uh, if you don't get that, then I feel like you're not a celebrity. But if yeah. you do get that, you can claim celebrity status. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now I we need to find right. a lounge that we can get into. This is it. We're here. <laughs> this is the Studio B lounge. Do you know how here. many people get to get in here? Like five. Mm. This is the most exclusive place on That's the planet. <laughs> it's probably even less than that. If Jim you, if Carrey you hasn't even been in here. Oh, yeah. He can't get in. <laughs> no way. Hey, man, I wouldn't let him in. Exactly. Um, What's he doing in your backyard? <laughs> Waiting to get in. <laughs> Trying to get over that velvet rope, my friend. But uh, now I lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? Why, why Football, celebrity? parenting. Well, oh, so anyway, the, uh, the, the kids, we had a great moment of like playing, having a catch. Yeah. I, oh, so I'm, I'm out and about is what I'm saying. I'm a man about town. And I have, so I told my kids, I said, tomorrow, dad's got nothing. It's going to be whatever you guys want to do. You tell me what you want to do. And they said, well, Jack does his... He has to smack his lips. Now yep. he goes, well, we play mutant league football. Yep. That's number one. That's <laughs> what he said. Top I was of like, the list. I'm in. Done. So, and uh, they were playing against each other. And then I said, you guys know you could play on the same team. Mind blown. Yeah, sure, sure. So sure. now they ganged up on me and they were the nah. Nuketown Hatriots. Which, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was 92, the highest in the whole thing. You're going to help me. You're going to have to help me with the uh, NFL one. pun on this one. But I think it was like the, the Sleesland. Uh, the Leaveland Browns. Yes. The they don't Leave- even change the name of the mascot? No, uh-huh. no because it's the Leaveland Browns, as in diarrhea, leaving. Oh. No, it's Leaveland Burns. You're right. Okay. It is Leaveland Burns. So, Still diarrhea. Uh, so, and, <laughs> right? Good stuff. <laughs> Junior high. Highbrow humor. <laughs> so anyway. Don't get me wrong. I love this game. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I was going to play a laugh track. Now I'm too late. Oh, wait. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who are those people? Is that Jim Carrey? <laughs> get out, Jim. So yeah. they... So we played the game and it was a nail biter. Oh, I was, really? Yeah. Oh, it was great. Cause it was, they whooped up on me when you let them, when Jacob and I played that night, uh-huh. I mean, he was the nuked land Patriots yes. and I was Tokyo Terminators or yes. something. And, and I had a, I couldn't win. I lost to them. And they're not, it's funny because, uh, you, they have, there's a dirty trick in the game where you can yeah. bribe a ref. Yes. They don't know about killing the ref necessarily uh, when it's been They bribes. don't understand. So the... I got three things that, like, I had a fourth and nothing, didn't get it, but I had bribed the ref, so nice. I got it first down, and they were like, what? And they were just like, ha because they were so obsessed with just blowing me up and sure, killing sure, me after sure. they tackled yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. They didn't know that I was marching down the field with they BS penalties <laughs> until I almost score a touchdown. And then I get close to the end zone, and then it makes them kill the ref. Like, it yeah, starts yeah, giving yeah. an alert. On really? the screen where it Kill says, the ref. warning, the other team has bribed the ref. If you want the game to continue, you either have to bribe the ref yourself or kill him. Because I've seen, I've seen the little skeleton ref run across the screen and a little icon to say bribed. Oh, really? <laughs> bribed. Oh, I didn't yeah, see yeah. that. That's bribed. funny. Just so, and that's when I was like, oh, he's bribed. It's a I great killed. $20 game. I it's an amazing $20 game. So it's a bunch of NFL puns. Uh, and it's a it's a spoof on the old Mutant League football game that we used to play in our youth, 
which had um, uh, an arena. The, what I liked about it was the most was that the the field had obstacles in it, and that's what I enjoy about this. That there that it matters. There's things to dodge and weave. There's bear traps, landmines. There's yeah. like holes of just fire. And then and then the arenas change based on where you're playing. So if you're in Mile High Chronic, it's all like super stony. If you're in Nuked Land Hatriots, no, Luke, Nuked London Hatriots. Oh, it's Nuked London. Yeah, yeah. The it's uh it's like London, but it's been wasted. So it's this winter wonderland. But it still kind of looks like New England. And there's zombies. There's aliens. There's orcs. There's skeletons. It's stupid and it's great. It's and awesome. I love it. I love it. it too. You just laugh the whole way through. So that was what we did. But the thing I was also going to say is that your uh, beloved Patriots are going yes. to the Super Bowl, and uh, Madden has predicted that your Patriots will win. In fact, they uh, NFL Madden 18 has predicted that the New England Patriots will defeat the Philadelphia Eagles by a score of 24 to 20. Wow. That, I've heard Super that that's the, that's the common spread that people are in that. But I haven't. I was trying to look. I didn't see. Uh, now, clearly, oh, that's interesting, too, because that was the other thing I want to talk about is that there's a curse. I know that we don't have a ton of sports gamers that yeah. listen to the show, but there's a curse. If you are a player who is on the cover yes. of Madden, you have a horrible season. Yeah. And everybody was commenting like the goat will break the curse. Yeah. And the goat has broken. It, the he curse. did break the curse. There are. So, so last year after the Super Bowl, like three days after the Super Bowl, people were rejecting that the team to beat the following year, this year would be the Patriots. They said wow. it then and they knew because the number of players that were returning coaches and staff they could see what they are capable of. Like, how are you going to beat that? Here we are. Do, have you seen the spooky stats on the Super Bowl? No. The uh, uncanny spooky spa- stats. Is that between, what it's called? Spooky stats. If you look up spooky stats for this Patriots game versus the last time the Patriots and the Eagles uh, faced off, it's it's really so chilling. Patriots versus Eagles. That's what I yeah, need. And then spooky. If you type that in, I got spooky stats. Patriots versus Eagle. Yeah, Just yeah, go yeah. Home and Google. Not so scary. Pat's in another mind-blowing full stat. No, no. It hit images. It, maybe it'll show oh, up there because bad. I saw it as a beautiful graphic on Twitter the other night. No, we're not going to find it. I can tell you. So, um, so between they, you compare the the past four Super Bowls to the first four Super Bowls that Tom Brady was in. So, like, look at his is a three Super Bowl run. So in two thousand one, the that Patriots. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. There it is. So, so yeah. in two thousand one. Mm-hmm. When uh, this is the Patriots, yep. right? Uh-huh. Patriots, yep. Win S, uh, Super Bowl against NFC West team with a historic offensive unit, uh, greatest show on turf, first win after losing previous two Super Bowls. So that was the Patriots. They won their first Super Bowl after losing two. They played against a team called the greatest show on turf. Now, in 2014, 13 years later... <gasps> They won the Super Bowl against an NFC West team with a historic defensive unit called the Legion of Boom. First win after losing two Super Bowls. Okay, that one's pretty mild. Read so on. So 2003. Back in, go back another, in time. So two years later. Go so ahead. Two years later and 13 years prior. Is a yeah, different yeah, yeah. Still. So, so two different timelines. They win the Super Bowl against an NFC South team. Super Bowl is hosted in Houston. Then in 2016. They won the Super Bowl against an NFC South team. Super Bowl is hosted in Houston. Wow. That is weird. So that was last year. Now, oh. going back in time. Am I going to pee on this one? It's pretty spooky. Go ahead. Okay. So back in 2005 for their back-to-back Super Bowl wins. So this is 2004, it says Oh, here. 2004, sorry. They won the Super Bowl against the Eagles. Complete against the Eagles. Three. The, oh. Against the Eagles. Yeah. So the, who they're playing? The, the Eagles. Eagles. Go ahead. They complete three out of four championship runs. Right. Both the offensive and defensive coordinators leave the team for head coaching jobs. Justin Timberlake perform oh <laughs> at the halftime show. Eagles beat the Vikings and Falcons on their way to the Super Bowl <laughs> in 2017. Have opportunity to win Super Bowl against the Eagles, completing a three out of four championship run. Same. Both offensive and defensive coordinators expected to leave the team for Same. head coaching jobs. Justin Timberlake performs at his halftime show. Eagles beat the Vikings and Falcons on their way it's to the Super Bowl. Eerie. What the. <laughs> The Patriots are going to win. That's it. Wow. Isn't that spooky? That's It's awesome. a little chilling. It's it a little is, chilling. Or it makes it the NFL into WWE. Which is coming back. Did yes. you see that? XFL is the coming XFL back. The XFL is coming yeah. back. That guy, um, he's a he's an interesting dude. But he, he, his big motivation for it, one of the frontline thing is that players will not be allowed to kneel on the sidelines in order to present their political agenda. That can happen off the field. Yeah. 
who is he marketing to? Who is like, I care so much about whether or not a player kneels on the sideline or not. I feel like you do. You Here's the thing. Yeah. You are not in his target demographic. That's what I'm saying. I'm asking you. It was, Southerners. Uh, Southerners are... But they love them, the NFL. They love, do but they, they love wrestling, uh, but they love the American flag more. It's, it's This is the part that I find so ironic about all of this is that, you know, Southerners get accused of, you know, with the Confederate flag and all yeah. the stuff that mm-hmm. they're very anti-American, but they're they're probably the more patriotic they're, of the group. They're very patriotic people. In the sense, I see. But that's see, interesting. But, they, but just like just like the Westboro Baptist Church is not the kind of Christianity that people want to go, you yeah. know, we're all in the same group. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I feel like there are a lot of Southerners who are like, well, I, I don't get crazy about uh, mm-hmm. that kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah, get yeah, all get weird, it. but I get it. there are some people like the guy I love, my favorite hat at the inauguration was... Camo hat that said three-time World War champions. <laughs> or two-time World, <laughs> two War, time World War champions. I ruined my own joke. <laughs> well, because I, I said at the show when I saw it, I go, they go, he, uh, the news guy goes, look at that hat. It's a two-time World yeah. War champions. I said, soon to be three. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the joke, right? Because right. I thought it was a, uh, a joke of like three-time, yeah. and he was some sort of time traveler. Three times, fool. We should take a break. I want to tell you more spooky things when we come back. Oh, all right. More N- spooky Not things. football-related. More video game. Oh, yeah. We'll be right back. Dragons believer. Oh, nice. uh, Kevin's got more spooky facts. I don't know if it'll be chilling to anybody, but maybe you. Okay. You might. You'll just be impressed. So we were watching TV last night, and a commercial for what I assume was Jumanji pops up. Have you seen this? I've seen the movie. You've seen I don't Jumanji, know about, right? Look, yes. So it's like. Uh, Dwight the Dwight the Rock Johnson, whatever his name guy's is, going to be president. You might want to show some respect. Uh, not yet, Dwayne Tucson. the Rock Johnson Johnson. I think he's trying to drop the Rock though. I think we just go by Dwayne Johnson. He'll now. always interesting. So mm-hmm. anyway, Maui is <laughs> he's in a jungle in a city, and there are monsters attacking. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> and and Kat goes, is this a commercial for Jumanji? And I thought, well, gee, I mean, Jumanji's been out. This is a pretty high pro. I don't, and I also don't remember any. King Kong's, and then my son is like, "Oh, it's King Kong." Oh yeah, and I was like, "No," <laughs> I said, "Is this Rampage?" Yeah, <laughs> Waiting, <buddy>. that's right. <laughs> Waiting, beat, 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 boom, Rampage. I was like, "Wow, they are just combing through our childhood and yeah. going." Anything. So I thought it was good um, fodder for anybody that is discouraged that there is yet to be a Sly Cooper film. Give it 15 years. Oh, yeah. And somebody just... is going to be like, you know what's money left on the table that has a property that people know? It's Sly Cooper. Let's go get Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And All we be... need is another, like, over the hedge. And, yeah. you know, I mean, there was a there was a series of animated movies that were anthropomorphic in yep. nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need another run of those. That, that kind of, yeah, because, like, Ice Age made that popular yep. again. Yeah, yeah. We bring but, that back and so, then it's over. Rampage, you played it? Oh, yeah. I, we, I loved it. We used to sit on, was the, on NES. Right? It was on the NES. Yeah. It was an arcade game originally yes. with three players. And then in the NES, they dropped the third uh, Wolfie character. So you could either play as a lizard or a, or a monkey. And I mean, on the NES version, there was no saves right back yeah. then. You would just go. And I, I don't even I can't even tell you what level of stage I got to in that. Um, but we would just play forever. And, that was and the ever, mindless ever. joy game yeah. for me. I would just play because for anybody who doesn't know, the gist of the game is that you destroy a cityscape. Yeah. And then while you destroy, much like cops show up when you start getting crazy in Grand Theft Auto, the military and stuff shows up to try and kill you and you just yeah. have to fight while you're... And then Deal if you can it. level all of the buildings and fend off the military, then you move on to the next stage. And it was so Am great. That yeah, correctly? that's right. And yeah. if you died, uh, you would shrink down to a little pixelated nude person covering your private parts yeah. and you'd kind of like... Er, ee, er, ee, er, ee, er, ee. Which was awesome. And uh, it's because that's not even part of the movie. Like, like they're not Hulk. Yet. Maybe. No. The, the, well, if you You've watch, see, oh, I've only you don't seen watch the, trailers. I, well, I saw that one not knowing what I was looking at. So the so uh, what you find? I might watch the trailer because I feel like this is on par with the Pacific Rim. So I feel like I'm I'm not going to be spoiling any plot points or sophisticated. No, yeah, you know, this is this is popcorn mind <laughs> candy. Just, is all just this take is. my kid and let's watch some monsters. Because yeah. the, the what it is is that uh, Dwayne Johnson. Has, has befriended the monkey. 
Oh. Uh, I can't pull his name off the top of my head. I want to say Arthur, but I'm probably wrong, and people are yelling at their earbuds right now. (laughs) Their earpods. Earpods. (laughs) Earpods? That's what I was thinking of. (laughs) Mm, Hot toddy. And um, (laughs) so I, so he, uh, so he works with him, and then they put, he goes on this trip in the jungle, and he he comes across this, like, brick that had fallen from the sky or something, so, and it's radioactive. Yeah, so... They go, hey, something's wrong with Arthur. Yeah. This is only oh. funny because I know I have his name wrong. So we go, and then they, you see him, and Arthur's now huge. Oh, I And see. they're like, oh, yeah. And so they take, the government comes and takes him away like Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They take him away, and, and he's trying to protect him. And then, Oh, well, that's cool. Then they're like, no, we need Arthur's help to go uh, protect us because he's not the only one. And yeah. you see. Oh, and then there are more. The, yeah, the wolf is attacking a city. Oh, fun. And then there's all these, there's a horrible, well, I won't say this because it could ruin something. Okay. But, there's oh, a horrible okay. turn of, and then and then there and then in the trailer though there because I know that all of anybody in their late thirties is like, oh I wonder. So they took out the lizard, yeah. And which you and you just pointed out yeah. to us they dropped the lizard, they dropped the wolf, yeah. And put it, the other one put the and then towards the end of the it's, but it's not even a lizard. It's better if it was a lizard guy, like a Godzilla kind of yeah. thing. This is just a gigantic crocodile. But I bet here's what you do is that you make it even more. It's not those three. You get everything. Now you do like Mecha Godzilla parody, Mothra parody. You just get to throw in a bunch of monsters. They just keep coming. I think that's the third act. I think that's it. Pacific Rim three. Well, I think it's the third act of this film. Just like oh. monster, monster Palooza, because you got to keep building, right? You got to take it to the next. How level. disappointed will you be if they do not surprise us in the third act with more than three? Uh, I'll just, I'll just have a constant confirmation that I should be writing films for Hollywood. And at some point, how disappointed will you be if you don't see a semi-nude uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson? I can guarantee I will Johnson. see. I I will put money on that now. That you'll that see that, him like equally. That that bit is in that movie. I don't think it's Dwayne though. Maybe not. Although he would be it, the best yes. choice. Maybe this Arthur character. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to talk about this uh, after last week, but um, for a game like Rampage without a completion to it, there was no there was no way of knowing when you were done. Right? right, there was no percentage. But that's the the thing with games now is that they tell you where a percentage of being done. Like you need to get to this hundred percent. But on average, when you play a game, what is your completion level? Like, where do you think you usually hover? Around? I so there's there's very few games that I get above ninety. Like usually, that's high. There's, uh, I mean, there's, so all of the Batman games now I've done a hundred percent. I go around now. I do the, I do as much as I can. And then when it came to the Riddler trophies, as far as you have a platinum in Arkham. Yeah. Wow. All of them. Pretty sure. Yeah. Wow. Because, but when it came to the Riddler trophies specifically, I looked online to find the location. Sure. And then I would try to figure out the puzzle once I got there. And if I ever got stumped, I would just look for a cheat. Those are difficult. That yeah. is that is a tall ask. Yeah. Same thing with the infamous games, especially the first infamous game, because you had to go around and find all the satellites. There was no map. There was no cheat. And now if, if you want to do it, you have to. There's no way of knowing what you have or haven't looked at within the game. Yeah. It doesn't show you where you found them. So you, you would have to, like, make a grid of the digital world and go through just to get and a, I th- a, an icon. I think with a, a game like Horizon Zero Dawn, I was somewhere at 60, 70, which I like that game, yeah. And I did all the side missions, but I don't think I finished all of the like. What do they call it? Chores. I always yeah, like yeah, it that yeah, there's yeah, side the missions, chores. missions, and, and chores because that's very questy, right? Yeah. That, uh, that drives me nuts in games that we've accepted this as a trope. Hey, uh, can you go into the forest and recover my thing that I lost? Yeah. I'm going to stay here. Why? Yeah. Why am I doing this for right. you? If in real life you were like, "Hey, could you? I'm gonna. Could you go in the house and make me a sandwich? I'm gonna sit in here while you Actually, go do that." More likely for me to do that chore than yeah, yeah. me go to a village and defeat a bunch of flying. Uh, Fair beast, enough. Beast machines. I was trying to make it real, <laughs> but, but it's you're right. I mean, really, it's like, could you drive down to Orange County for right. me? <laughs> Get an Orange Julius because I like them from Orange County. Because that's really what they're saying. You know how they have like honest trailers? They yeah. should have honest chores in games where it's yeah. like, "Hey." uh, can you go do this thing you've done eight times, but in a slightly different environment right. <laughs> with slightly different enemies? This, and this is exactly why Guild Wars 2 rocks. More on that later. Oh. Uh, but so, so tell me what compelled you to need to get the 100% in the Arkham games? I why? Loved, I, here's the thing. I, it's so stupid. Yes, it is. But I think it is a salute mm-hmm. and a tip of the cap to the person who made the game. Because Really? Yeah, now that's I, surprising. I love the combat in it. I oh, love yeah. the world. I love all of the bosses. Like that, those okay, so games were the ones that I really would get lost in and just enjoy playing. 
So you you would essentially get to the end of the campaign and the side yes. missions and not be completely satiated is kind of what you're describing. Like, I want I want to fight more guys. I don't want it to be over yet. For whatever reason, those games were the only ones that I was like, I want to experience everything. And you did. And yeah. you went through. And then I even did the Catwoman DLC for one, which was kind of disappointing right. as far to most people. Yeah, those are. But I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it in the same way everybody hates the new trilogy of Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. I still enjoy those Batman. Do people DLCs. hate those now? Does that what no, we not the agree? newest ones? I'm, oh, saying, the prequels. I'm still saying yeah, the prequels. That's Millennials what we're calling love them, them now. Yeah, they're prequels. Yeah. Millennials love those. Yeah, yeah, because they're the movies they grew up with. Really? Yeah. I was at E3 in line at E3, and this guy behind was like, "Yeah, Force Awakens okay, but there were no surprises in it." I kind of chewed on that for a second. I was like, "Oh, that might be Force Awakens has no surprises." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I tr- I hadn't heard the thought, so I was I was contemplating. And he goes, yeah, "I mean." Like an Attack of the Clones, where where Yoda comes out of nowhere with his lightsaber and starts jumping around. No one expected that. And I thought, wow, we are we are different ages. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening so hard. My kid is watching the annoying orange play Grand Theft yeah. Auto, and it's driving me nuts. That's what I talked about this week on the Dad Podcast. I was like, what? I'm getting old. It's happening that's, to me, and that's okay. You I'm, can be. You can be old. You don't have to get it all. Yeah. It's I all guess. right. <laughs> so, so those are the games you've completed. That yeah. just the Arkham just, games. That's the only ones that popped about. Where each time I played, it was like I have to do. This. So, where would you say if a person's like, when can I consider myself done? When, they when do the, the developers say it, or when, or when you've done the main mission, the main mission, sign mission. Because there are games like Horizon Zero Dawn or Mordor, you can blur through just do core yeah. quests, and then you, or Infamous, you don't have to do any side quests to be consider yourself done. I think that's what it is. Is it's interesting, and what we're I think what we're going to see, and we talked about this even before we took a break on the show, is that things are going to get more episodic. I mm-hmm. think we're going to see mm-hmm. more subscription. They're already talking yes. about even Madden mm-hmm. that they're going to convert the format to where yes. they they roll out a new engine every once in a while, mm-hmm. but you just pay a subscription, yeah, and they update the roster. I, I delivered a manifesto about this on or, this podcast. Yes. You remember? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think so, but I think that the, that's an old way of doing it where it's like you could gauge your investment mm-hmm. to expect everybody to play all of the side missions and the very aptly titled chores. Yeah. Eh, I, th- I don't, I don't think you could, I don't think you could expect them. But, I don't think so either. And you don't want to, it's, it always reminds me of when what we discovered and unlocked like the making of on the portal two series, yeah. which I love dearly is that where they said the, the, the test is, and it's one of those moments where it's like, oh, yeah, no, duh, but I didn't thought about it till that moment, yeah. was when he said the trick of this game was like, we want to find something just challenging enough to where you have to try a little bit, but not so challenging that you get frustrated and can't. There's like a sweet spot mm. yeah, that yeah, they have absolutely. to land in. Every, yeah, every game. Every game, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that, and I think that's, that if, That's what games are. The rules make it a challenge. Like if football was just guys... Running up and down right. the field, who cares? Right. But you have to do it within the confines. Although of the David rules. Letterman, uh, your wife suggested I watch the show, and I'm watching it. I was already watching it, but comedians and cars getting coffee. I just I watched thought you it. watched that. I thought you knew that. I knew about the show, and I'd seen yeah. like episodes of the past. But now that it's on Netflix, because yeah. I didn't like going to Crackle, yeah, so now yeah, it's yeah, on yeah. Netflix. I'm watching them all with the Got kids. Oh, so when you said I miss it, you mean you miss comedy? I miss comedy. Oh. Yeah. We had a debate about that text. Oh, sorry, not a debate. We we wondered the meaning of that. I assumed it meant that you missed the show. No, she I She was like, comedy. I think it means he, he misses comedy. Uh, she was absolutely right that I wow. miss. I, Point, he, Catherine. I miss, uh, I miss a little bit of the show. Mm-hmm. I miss, but I miss hanging out with other comics, yeah, which was part I of the show. It. Like that, that there's it, watching that happen. And, and uh, yeah, that's a whole other story. Not for this show. But anyway, um, why did I get onto cars and coffee? I'm such an idiot. Oh, David Letterman said okay. in football, he said, I think they should get rid of punting. I think they should get rid of timeouts. And he said, and I think they should let as many people play as they want. And, uh, Jerry looks at him and he goes, if you got to play, if you could come up with a play that involves 40 people, go at it. <laughs> and, then he, and then he added this other interesting thing. If you get three successive first downs, you get to play a play with two balls. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> but uh, my point is, is I think that if it, it would, it would be a, a bridge too far mm-hmm. if you expected everybody to participate in chores, side quests, and main yeah. quests, what we do. But that's the only way you could finish the game. See, to me, I think that the 100%... If the game was designed that way, am I making yeah, that point? Totally. Okay, I think the 100% um, thing is is there for people that experience the what you experience of, like, I still want more. I want to live in yeah. this world. So so that last, like, 30 40%, eh, sometimes maybe 20 30 in there, is really for people to grind. And that's typically when it gets harder and harder. For me, the rule of thumb is when they've stopped programming 
voice actors or performers, oh. that's when that's when I just automatically tap out. So knowing that at the end of the Riddler uh, side quest that there is a there's a scene that I'm missing will almost draw me in enough to be like, oh, do I need to do that? But then I gauge the amount of grind versus the amount of reward. What's the ROI? Extremely lopsided. GOI? Grind on investment. Oh, nice. There it is. It, it doesn't come in anywhere close. So YouTube said it like, oh, it's not as... I understand that if you do that, you're like, yes, I've, I have did all that and I'm rewarded with this really epic boss battle with the Riddler in a mech suit. And you know, that's cool. I get that. Uh, but I have other things to do with my time than find hidden trophies all over right. the map. Fighting low-level bosses with no storyline advancement. I think if I f- spent every game I got invested in, like I really like the Mass Effect. That's why yeah. when I saw that, that you got me, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. excited. But interestingly enough, I love the narrative. I love the world. I love the look of it i yeah. love the even the the simple uh shooter aspect to yeah. it i just it's like it it's, game to play. me it's very it's a little cleaner than destiny yeah. i really like that part of it and but i would not go through and ex- get 100 percent on that That's i would not try to talk. find every unlockable or uh, if, i don't yeah. know if they even have it but I will do all the side quests. Yeah, I think I that's will fair. do all of that. That's good. All right. I hope that answers our question from last week. We have to stump and we have to hear oh, from Tales of Tyria. Right. What do you want to do? Oh you want to stump gosh. right now? Yeah, let's go straight some... into it. It's on this topic. So the it's last appropriate. segment is usually uh, Tales yeah, of yeah. Tyria. So, so this 877-222-8323 is if you want to call if in. If you're a master of the platinum, you especially will be a good uh, stumper. And all they have to do is stump me? I have three questions oh, So about, well, related to... Um, uh, platinum related relations. There's a good chance then. 877-222-8323 if you want to uh, stop. And if you're listening to this as a podcast, remember you can listen live at mixlr.com slash gamerland. Or you can also throw that number, 877-222-8323, into your phone and just have it on speed dial. You can leave us a voicemail there as well. Don't be alarmed if it says dad podcast. I don't know if it lets me change it. I think at one point it said... Uh, uh, Gamerland and Dad Podcast, but uh, we have somebody here. You have someone there. I we hope. also have a new uh, connection, so we'll see oh, how this see. goes. Is it a All new right. person? That's five seven zero area code. Who is uh, who is this? Oh wait, I clicked the wrong button. Oh, uh, I'm click, a professional click. board op. All right, five seven zero. You there? Hey, hey, hey! What's up, guys? Nothing much. How are you, sir? This is Matthew. I'm doing all right. How about you? <laughs> I like how disappointed you sound. Is it you, Matthew? Yeah. Well, no. I was, I was just yeah. saying hi. I didn't want yeah. to introduce myself. But it's you, but that. it's you, Matthew. It's it's Matthew, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I just yeah. muted him. He's there. He's there. He's there. He's there. I'm sorry. All, All right. right, Matthew. You can stump again. Unless we go to five one zero, let's okay. see. Maybe okay. we'll maybe we'll Ooh, find 510, out. Five one zero. That's five one zero area. That's our that's our hometown. Go there. All right, five one zero. We'll Who's be right this? back, Matthew. We'll hear from you. No, they're both on the line right okay. now. That's fine. Oh. Five one zero. Hello. Hello. Who's there? Hello. Hi. It's uh, so it's one of your friends from Great America. It's Jeremy. Oh, oh Jeremy, shoot! I thought it was going to be you, Jeremy. Oh, Matthew, deuces, my <laughs> friends. Oh, Jeremy's on the line. Jeremy uh, is an old buddy. He's our juggling Jeremy. Yep. And, and now a famed host of the Nickelodeon Cruise Lines. How long have you been doing those cruise lines, man? It's true. Oh, man, I did them for five years. I finally made my way up to host. And then uh, at the end of that contract, they said, we're not doing Nickelodeon anymore. Yeah, that happens. That I'm sorry, man. That life. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. And, and that, you can't parlay that into other cruise work? I mean, you're you're uh, an accomplished cruise performer at this point. Oh, he would be a great, like, assistant cruise director. No, in yeah. <laughs> you you want to you yeah, no, trade out I, your I sea legs? That. I opened up. I helped to open up uh, a Nickelodeon hotel in the Dominican Republic. So, well, oh, you're doing okay. You fancy All right, Mr. Nickelodeon. Oh, good. And <laughs> what's exciting is he's newly engaged. Oh, really? Yeah. That's very true. Congratulations, yeah. man. Uh, Jeremy, you, uh, you've been a fan of this show and of Justin and I uh, for as long as we've been fans of you. you do you, you game a lot? Yeah, I do. And uh, I don't think I'm like two or three weeks behind on the podcast still been, been catching right. up lately. That's all um, right. But I don't think you guys ever talk about the Nintendo Switch. I feel like at one point you guys were like, yeah, we'll talk about it next week. And then never went oh, back to Oh, that's it. funny. We did it on another Burn show. On us. It was nice <laughs> talking to you, Jeremy. She's a little coming here dropping notes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I wanted, there's just not enough time. We took last week off. I wanted to talk about the Labo if there's time today. But if you, of course, would be a Labo uh, fiend, I assume. 
Yeah, I, I've seen uh, little ads for it and stuff. I'm interested in how it's going to work out, but I don't know. I feel like it might be something uh, like Lego Dimensions, which is like really cool. I yeah. enjoyed it a lot, but then I just I fell out of it a bit. And I feel like with this with this new thing, like you're going to build everything. I think it's going to be real good for kids. Yeah. Um, good for kids at heart. Like it just it seems interesting. Like you know when you whenever you watch those movies and somebody's like a giant robot or whatever, and you feel yeah. it inside of out of the robot, yeah. It's, the it's piano, exactly the remote like control that, stuff. Made out of cardboard. I, I have the... Yeah, I, all of these things are actually interactive. It is such a large gamble that it seems like it will either blow up and re- redefine Nintendo's existence and, and other people will be chasing them like Skylanders to make their own peripherals that are DIY crafts, or it will be such a colossal failure that we will be laughing about the Labo for the next five years. See, that's it. Th- I, I, I know I sound like a, a, a horrible person to hardcore Nintendo fans such as Jeremy because it's not that I'm not a fan, but I still buy that they make these incredible, I, or yeah. I still believe that they make these incredible moves that are incredible. I'm not yeah. saying they're not incredible, but for whatever reason, they just don't seem to have enough of a foothold in the market to really get everybody on board with this and shift. I, I don't think they want to. I think that Jeremy you pointed out. think they out, want to have a niche? I think they're like, we're the family gaming console because PlayStation, Xbox, let them do their thing. Go for the hardcore college kids, the dads, whatever. We're going to be the console that you know the whole family can but get But I'm a around. family guy. Why don't I want it? You do. You just haven't. I haven't convinced you yet. You're going to get one. You will have one in the yeah, next I, year. I think the other thing with Nintendo is yeah, they, they know that they're not the, the main gaming console. Like, they finally yeah. got into high definition with this system. Um, yeah. But I think what they do is they have the following, and they're able to try new things, which, mm-hmm. in effect, will open it up for the rest of the entire gaming. So the loyalty of their like fan base is... created. The loyalty of their fan base makes up yep. for the lack of numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they can make yeah. anything with Mario, like and it. you're going to go buy it. They also make great games. They make great games. I know that's the thing. With uh, with Zelda, anything of that, I will buy it. Your your son will will see somebody play a Switch, and this Christmas, it's going to be all they want. No way. It's going to happen. I'll take that money. All right. I'll take you. I'll I'll throw. I'll throw. I'll throw twenty bucks on that. All right. And what did I? I was going to. If I would, here's the the God's honest truth. If I really felt confident about it, I would have made it a hundred. Yeah, that's why. (laughs) It did seem low for you. So I started to go. I started to go. I'll throw. And I'm like, "Mm, maybe. I'll tell you what. If if it's right, you can keep your twenty and you can put it towards uh, Mario Odyssey. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're going to need that game. Jeremy, are you ready to stump? Yes, I am. All right. Don't get too excited. Isn't there music? Yeah. All right. right, So what year and who is considered to create the first easily accessible multi-game achievement system? What year? Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy's first. He gets to, you get a half credit if you get one of the things right, the year or the, uh, who created it. You get a full point. If you can name me the year and who was the first to generate the easily accessible multi-game achievement system. Jeremy. Um, uh, Halo? Okay, Halo. Uh, Halo is not a... a <laughs> good, good guess. All right, Justin. All right. <laughs> Mostly as a stall tactic. Yeah. But hit me with it again. Okay. What year and who created the first... Easily accessible multi-game achievement system. That time I didn't even look at the notes to say. PlayStation. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm going to go... Because I want to say that you could get trophies on PlayStation 1. I'm going to stick to my gut. I'm going to say place. No, I'm going to change. I'm going to go PlayStation 2. I'm going to say 2000. I can't remember when the final answer came out. Final answer. No points. No points. It was uh, Xbox was the first. I thought that was obvious, which is why I included the second part. Yeah. Game score was the first. Uh, So Xbox and the 360 included their first cross platform on board. I'm such a minded gamer because I'm so hardcore PlayStation. And it was 2005. 2005. 2005. PlayStation didn't follow suit for another two years. Uh, and the PSP did not have it. The PS2 did not have it. Uh, really? The PS3 had the first uh, unlockable achievements in it. Wow, that is. No wild. points. Jeremy, over to you. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. 
New question. Atari in 1982 right. awarded single game achievements. You take a picture of your high score and you'd send it to them. What did they mail you back to reward you for your achievement? So this is an analog version of the achievement system that we love so much today. I want to say uh, buttons. Buttons. <laughs> buttons. Like, yeah. uh, can you define buttons? Wait, is he even close? I, he has yeah, to define. Not yeah. like the ones that like clasp things together, okay. but the one with the little uh, pin. All right, we're we're gonna hold that answer, Justin. I think I'm confused by the question now. Yeah, hey, yeah. Let me again. You, uh, so uh, in 1982, yeah. Atari awarded a single game achievement. So not a multiplayer, but single game achievements. You take a picture of your score uh-huh. on your screen. You'd mail them that picture because it was before Photoshop, right? So they knew it was like a Polaroid. You weren't doctoring it yeah. up. You'd, and they'd send you back an achievement. They'd send you back a prize for unlocking that, that high score. What was what did they send you oh, back? So, and his guess is like a pin on button uh-huh. on your shirt. Yeah, yeah, is yeah, that yeah, right, yeah. Jeremy? Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with like a hat pin. That's what I'm gonna go. What with. is a hat pin? Like a hat pin is uh, it's it almost looks like an earring. It's got a back to it, mm-hmm. metal. But oh, okay. by the yeah, fact yeah, that yeah. you don't know what it is means that you're I am wrong. Already- you're wrong, Jeremy. You're closer. The oh. answer was a patch. They would because it was the eighties, guys. Actual embroidered patch. They'd send you an right. embroidered patch. So, Jeremy, you get the half point for that. That was closer than, oh, a, than a half pin. So, because how sweet would that be? Could you imagine that today? If you had like your platinum patches all stitched under your backpack or your jacket or whatever, be like, you could walk around with them, and be like, oh wow, you have a platinum in Arkham. How sweet is that? No, Vince just in me? the chat room guessed uh, a, a Nintendo Entertainment System frozen in a block of ice. <laughs> That's what they would give you. <laughs> 1982. All right, you guys aren't so good at the uh, at the historical, so let's go contemporary. Oh, boy. All right, this past summer, July of, of 2017, all right, so recently, uh, PlayStation pulled a game from the game store after two days because it was notoriously easy to achieve a platinum. Full credit if you could tell me the name. Half credit if you can tell me what you did in the game to achieve a platinum. Jeremy. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know I this one either. No idea. I've been I've been staying off of PlayStation for a while. Okay. Um, All right. That's man. nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's some sort of a Barbie game. <laughs> a for effort. I like friend. that. I like uh, that. No, it is not a Barbie game. Give me the year again. Uh, Twenty seventeen. Twenty seven. It was this year. <laughs> I told you it was last summer, July. Six Contemporary. <laughs> I know, it was, but it I was in the news. It was in the market for two days. So that means that they tested it. They put it out. Yeah. PlayStation was like, great. And then what really happened is that they, they started marketing it as a super easy platinum. And they're like, okay, guys. And they took it down. I have no clue. I uh, So I'm not going to guess Barbie. I'm going to guess. So they pulled it. What game? So it couldn't have been a big title. It had to be something small. Uh, Monster Truck Jam. No! Sorry. Uh, I will give you the answer after we congratulate Jeremy for winning! Uh, Your... The correct answer can be found on these YouTube. I'm going to play from my phone here. Oh, sorry. Here is the How promo. How would you like to earn a platinum trophy in just one, one hour? hour? How's the idea of a game with a thousand 4K images grab ya? Art, art, thou, thou ready, ready to slide tiles? <laughs> and it says, uh... Well, we did, there's no music. Maybe we should have thought of music, but there's lots of trophies. There's music playing. Yeah, but not in the game. Oh. It's just, it's just images. Time to platinum up. Platinum up. <laughs> Five star, 1,000 top rated. That's the name of the game. The world's <laughs> fastest platinum trophy game. So their whole point was we can get you a platinum trophy if you buy our game <laughs> of sliding tiles. That's funny. That's great. Great. Well played, Kevin. That two, was good. Two days. You buy the game or you could buy the patch. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Jeremy, congratulations for being the better stump today. 
Thank you. Thank you. You got one half point. One half point. Good to talk to you, my friend. It was nice talking to you guys. Uh, I'm going to promise I'll catch up on the rest of the No, you don't uh, have to promise real. anything. Yeah. You could just listen whenever you want. Or and, listen uh, to all of them at once. And call in slightly more often than Matthew does. Yeah, just just beat that curve. I feel like we owe Matthew a conversation in the post-game show. No. I think that's what's going to happen. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. Okay, bye. We'll be back after this. Okay, bye. <laughs> I'm good at this. <laughs> I listen. I don't know about our listeners, but I got to be honest with you. Never do I not get a little tickle out of that. <laughs> never. I got to tell you, take. We've only a, been doing it for a month, I guess. But we'll it, see if it's still funny. It's always a, no. The one is, year anniversary of five star ten thousand rated game. <laughs> that is never going to be not funny. I'll do it every time. No, It'll I be can. great. So exciting news in the land of Uh-oh. Tyria. We have a Griffin. <laughs> Karina, <laughs> Karina had been uh, on a epic quest to help the last Sunspear uh, restore their order and uh, claim right to uh, use a griffin as a mount in the land of yes. Tyria. And you were getting pieces. We were collecting pieces all over the map. We needed uh, Karina needed two hundred and fifty gold. That's the equivalent of twenty real dollars in real life in order to go around, uh, finish quests, buy high level items to uh, add to the shrine, to pay homage to the Sun Spears of the past. Had to uh, find these very hidden remote relics that were around. Had to uh, find nesting griffins all over the map. It, it, we, we've been talking about this since we started this yeah. segment. It's been an epic quest, uh, and it's been a lot of fun. It it ended um, with taking all of those pieces back to the Library of Komir, which is one of the six uh, gods of the humans, uh, the gods of all since moved. Komir was the only human to become one of the six gods. So she had this epic library that is just filled with uh, knowledge throughout the ages and before time, but it was be- it's being enveloped by darkness because of the events that have happened with Balthazar, one of the six gods. And I've lost She's got a, a library bit. in her house. No, it's a library somewhere in the realm of uh, alternate reality. Just like collects books, or yeah, it's knowledge of all time. So there's all sorts of things. So, uh... <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, but here's the fun thing about uh, the Guild Wars Two high end uh, in 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 game content uh, is that it's account wide. So I had played a lot with Karina, who is my elementalist, uh, who is weaving between elements elemental powers at once and I can jump between characters so it's like a teamwork thing oh, okay. where I felt like second, I thought you ditched your kicker to the no, no 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 I just felt like playing with a different profession especially in this library so I brought out my hollow smith which I haven't played with much at all since her creation and I, I invested heavily in the engineering cr- class so the thing that's exciting about the because the non- you're making a well rounded team essentially, but it, they can only think of it as like cut to this other character story but they're all working together you can't bring them together like I can't build a character and another character and they work together but they do accomplish when they accomplish something it's account wide so, so hold on so so what you're saying is you're essentially playing the game as two different characters yes. but achievements like Are so universal. if, she, if uh, Karina unlocks a griffin then yes. uh, Hollowsmith can use one exactly and okay. all, n- not all things are, are account wide but a lot of the mastery points are account wide uh, which is great because they are they require an epic amount of time to unlock now them. if the Hollowsmith finishes say uh, an episode mm-hmm. does that mean that Karina has also finished no it? no oh. the campaign story is unique to them but I can 
jump around chapters and things uh, based, based on, on what Karina has done. Exactly. Gotcha. So now I'm with you. This particular thing being in game context. Now, the thing that's fun about the classes, there are nine different professions that you can choose from. Uh, Karina is an elementist and elementalist as part of the scholar class. So her armor is cloth, a lot of robes. She's a sorcerer. There is a soldier class which wears heavy metal things. They are literally warriors and reverence and a guardian. But uh, my holosmith is an engineer. She's part of the adventurer class. They wear leather. Uh, so just that shift from playing as a cloth clad and sword wielding weaver to a leather bound uh, adventure made it so much more easy to fight bad guys it'd be like going oh, out because yeah. the armor is so much tougher so it was a lot of and the hollow smith is fun because she projects <laughs> the weapons that she needs so uh you you change out your skills and then you suddenly can fire a holographic gun or use a holographic hammer and as you use it your hollow meter gets hotter and hotter the emitter gets hotter and hotter and you have to turn it off before it explodes and you can't use any of the skills so you're kind of oscillating between powers and abilities while fighting and you have a lot more so it was a lot of fun. You pick like a magic person in Destiny too, I bet. I did, okay. yeah. How did you know? The Hollowsmith is more, it would be on par with the thief class because there is a thief. Well, that's it. why I was so perplexed by your fascination with the armor and how easy it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, yeah. But then I realized I'm the guy who picks the assault you go for the heavy. every time. You go for the tank. And you're yeah. the guy who picks a magic. And person. I should go for the mid-ranged, well-rounded character, which is why I've really enjoyed well, the should, engineer. You should do what you want. Yeah, I can. Well, that's the thing about Guild Wars. I can do everything I want because I am an Altaholic, and I have like 11 characters. What is an Altaholic? It means that I have to play all the classes and experience all of them. And alt, I am addicted to alternatives. Oh. Altaholic. Anyway, so uh, uh, Scarlet, no, what's her name? I forgot her name. Uh, I don't remember. Holosmith? My Holosmith. Uh, wow. <laughs> it's been a tough, it's been a long night. She's neglected. There's just like 50 milliliters of me whiskey. versus you and Jimmy. <laughs> uh, she uh, unlocked the griffin so then I let Karina take the griffin or t go back to the, the last sun oh, spirit. she does all the work and Karina gets to enjoy yeah, the yeah just to flip it around you don't even know her name and there was an epic showdown between the awakened so they come in and they're like how dare you be here and try to resurrect the, the shrine to Comer and we have this incredible battle and we use griffins to fight them and they, they're so grateful that they granted me a griffin and I immediately took it to a zone that I have played a lot in called the sliver wastes and uh instantaneously was impressed by the number of back uh, coding that they did. So the game, the, the zone existed before they had flying mounts. So they clearly went back to the game and fixed it so that flying mounts and jumping mounts would work well in it and allow you to explore area. It is, if you're building a game and you yeah. know a character's never going to get it, just, you, don't that's, build that. you don't have to build a thing. It's just decoration. They went back and built stuff so that you land on things and it matters and it works. Uh, and I was able to clear and discover things that I had never been able to reach. And so within a matter of like 10 minutes, I cleared a zone that I've been uh, beating to death for years. Uh, it was very rewarding. So. Uh, when you say an epic battle, is it epic battle like what I remember the old Final Fantasy games where it's like there's three of you standing on one side and then there's yeah. the bad person over here and mm -hmm. then you're like slinging spells and then minus 10, minus 10, minus 10. And then they slightly that in the 21st century. Yes, it's that level. It was, do you have fond epic memories of that? <laughs> <laughs> then yes. If no. you think it's like LARPing, then no. No, yeah, no. Uh, yes, I was asking if it was like LARPing where no, you no, take no, no. turns. But I mean, it's, no, no, no. It's, so there is oh, hit no, points and stuff, but there are it's points. moving around. And oh, yeah, yeah. Stuff. No, it's in a, it's in a, a turn-based action game. Okay. It's a, it's a real-time game. You're strategizing. You're moving. You can you fire as you move. So where your position, and there's dodge mechanics. Yeah, there's a. it is an incredibly robust game to the point where it's almost overwhelming uh, of what you can and can't do, the ability to flank and different conditions you can apply, turn those into boons. Swiftness is different from speed. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. And guys that know it well are very impressive. But you're still not done with this episode. No, we're done. So, uh, well, Path of Fire still has lots to do. Now that we have a griffin, I think I'll go back and explore some of the things from season three and the new episode from season four and, and try to beat the hearts, which are uh, missions that they have. Because it'll be easier with a griffin? Yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll be easier to move around. To be and able these to are jump things around. you have not finished? There is an almost an infinite number of things that I, quote, have not finished within Guild Wars. There's always something new to do. I'm not very good at fractals. I don't do a lot of dungeons or raids. I never do PvP or World v. World. So even if I ever got to the end of the campaign stuff, I can always experience an alt and do the campaign mode or do one of those other uh, activities. There's always something new to do.
Sounds like a pretty good game. Guild Wars 2. <laughs> <laughs> now we know. And knowing is half the battle. So, so while I'm nerding out, yeah. the other game that I wanted to plug is, is super old. Jeremy mentioned it earlier. Lego Dimensions 2. Oh, so, what? It's old. It's super old. Oh, sorry. Lego Dimensions 1. Okay, I was just you. excited because of the Portal 2 content. I got that for my birthday, so I was able to play Portal 2. I got to tell you. This Lego Dimensions game, I was kind of against yeah. it because I got a bad taste in my mouth from Disney Infinity yeah. and Skylanders, yeah. even though my kids bought all of their own figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm watching them play it, and it's it's a good game. It's a great game. It's a, Have you done the Portal 2 stuff yet? No. I almost brought it to you, or I almost just bought but it for no, you. But you don't have to have the Portal guys in order to do yes. the Portal stuff. Yes, you do. Oh, because there's portals in what they're playing. No, yes, there's random stuff, but there is a Portal 2 mission that you can play with uh, with a, 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 a cube or a heart-based uh, companion cube uh-huh. and a shooter and then shell that you can go around. I feel like and it has the that. original cast. You've seen parts of it, but you haven't seen the so, actual game. Because that's the part I'm trying to wrap my head around is that it's like, according to my oh, son... Oh, that's in the campaign. They, in the campaign, there's a Portal 2 level. So in the campaign, but you these, visit each of the levels yeah. and then what they did is instead of buying a playset like you would with Disney yeah. Infinity... Uh, where that's the only way you could play it, you yeah. get these little bite-sized morsels. And much like we were talking about, instead of doing a chore, yep. if you're like, I love Portal, I'll go get the Portal figures, yeah. then I could play a more d- a deep world. And you can beat that world in about an hour, probably. But it's real, And then it opens up an open world that's based on all of Portal 2 that you can kind of explore and do stuff within, which I want 100% in. I want to go back and collect all the things because I'm such a fan. And I, I, you're, whatever, I'm going to tell you, there's an incredible moment where it has the original cast. So Cave Johnson is there doing bits and uh, and he mentions the mantis men. Do you remember that moment? So there, you remember the old audio recordings are happening yeah. in the original portal under lab. And they met, he says something like, okay, for those of you that have signed up for the mantis to have mantis DNA injected into your system, uh, the good news is that, uh, the bad news is that test is canceled. The good news is there's a new test. Uh, follow the white line, pick up a gun and uh, shoot an army of mantis men. You'll know then the test is ready. So in this, but you never see it. It's like an old audio recording in this game, an army of mantis men <laughs> show fun. up and you get to battle them. Oh, that's cool. Which is fun, a little yeah. nice trick. But the one I wanted to mention uh, was in, in the campaign. It's a level that unless you are a high-end collector, like you've tried to get all the characters, you probably don't know it exists. And it's the best I've experienced. So in the main campaign, there's, a, there's the Ghostbusters level, which is a lot of fun. Great homage to Ghostbusters. And there's a, on one corner, you're about to turn right. There's like a little spin object in the corner. And if you go to it with one of your Ninjago characters, you can activate it. Now, the game came out years before the Ninjago movie came out. So a lot of people probably weren't collecting the TV Ninjago yeah. guys. Now Ninjago's a huge thing. My son loves it. So we bought one of the dudes. We happened to be able to activate it. I'm so glad we did. So you you use this little spin jitsu thing. It opens up this gate. Then you go into a docks in New York City. And if you do this little puzzle, the Titanic rolls in from, from Ghostbusters 2. It gets better. And you, the only way you could do that is if you had a, if Ninjago, you had a Ninjago character. Wow. It gets better. You go inside the Titanic. There are ghosts dancing around. There's some stuff that you can do that if you have Aquaman, I don't because it's all covered in algae and everything. But then you, oh, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. You assemble a, a, a small puzzle in it and it builds a Back to the Future 2 uh, a drive that allows you to put your time machine on either if you have the DeLorean or the train activate that and it goes back to when the Titanic was new and the set resets to look like they're, the, they're not ghosts they're alive Wow! and you solve a puzzle within Titanic before it was destroyed using the the ability to travel through time wow good for them it's so great i mean that's that's what we were saying before with with rampage they're just combing through all the stuff that we loved in the 80s and they're like how about this how about that and then yeah but that's different that i feel what lego's doing is like that's a clever element and combine get i felt like a time traveling ghostbuster i was like yes i am all the and and a ninjago in a funny (laughs) way i got to do it all (laughs) on top of each other and there's a moment in the portal 2 where they use that same game mechanic in the open world uh everything looks all destroyed and you can use a time machine and go back to when the portal lab was what would be the other time machine besides the delorean you or the train you can if you get doc brown he comes with a train oh he comes so it's those you have to have the one you gotta have one of those future Mm -hmm. and i of course have them both because 
because I love Back to the Future. Do you have all of the Lego dimensions? No, no, yeah. no, 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 not even close. But this is encouraging me to play more. I'd like to get the Doctor What's Who the stuff. What's the price point difference between a Lego dimension and, and getting the two guys for Disney Infinity in a playset? That was uh, like thirty five on par, uh, equal to. So to so, get two figures and a, and, and a open thing. up more of a game, it's still yeah. thirty bucks. But if you want, like, I want Doctor Who. Uh, he comes with a TARDIS and the dog, and then they have a second pack that is a um, dog. I don't remember the dog. There's a dog that's throughout it. Um, there is a um, what's it called? The Dalek and a Robo Men. That's a second pack. That's going to put you back like twelve dollars now. It was probably twenty new, and Doctor Who should put you back thirty. It's going for about twenty five. Again, it's two years old. Why? Because they're Legos, and Legos are expensive, man. They're expensive. Yeah. yeah. And they're still legit. But I found on eBay, you can buy the OEMs. You can just buy the discs with no characters. Oh, without so, any yeah, pieces so there. If you really wanted to play the game, someone, I don't know how they have them, but they have just the discs. Well, Jacob was talking about like he fixed the, he had to, re, because they t- yeah. he followed the instructions. He goes, I didn't feel like putting this piece here, so I just didn't do it. I'm like, well, wait, does that mess it up? And he was like, no, no. just so you don't really know. have to rebuild. You don't it. have to do anything. Yeah. yeah. You could but it's more rewarding if you build a character. He, as you yeah, look well, over. he's he's hardcore nerd. Like, yeah. it's it was a it was a moment where a, a, a little tear fell from my <laughs> eye when he said when he was in I can't remember the name of the episode, but he had seen the episode of Doctor Who mm. and he saw the where the statues when you look at them they can't move, but oh, when you look away they can. The, the, the angels, yeah, the weeping yeah. angels. And he that when, level he is, goes, is spectacular. To see him scream at me, Dad, it's Doctor Who. <laughs> I wept a Your son loved Doctor Who at at like age three Six or seven. Oh, yeah. it was younger than that. Oh yeah, you're right. You were still at the old building. I remember I was at the old building and I asked David Maddox if uh, where where should I start because I started watching old episodes and he was kind of like, eh. 2005. Now, Doctor Who was my nerd test. You know, like yeah. I feel like if you had gaydar, you know what I mean. If I could yeah, figure yeah, out yeah, if he yeah. was homosexual or not, yeah, that's where I felt like this is how I'm going to know if he's going to like anything nerdy. If all I have to do is this isn't any influence me because I'd never seen an episode of Doctor yeah. Who until that point. That's right. And I just put it on and he was in. And I remember him saying at young age, who who is this? Yeah. And you're like, Doctor Who, what does he do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What, I, what, what is the power? You can just tell. Like, yes. And, and he loved all of the shows. I'm going to go home and watch Stephen Doctor Moffat Who. Stephen Moffat knows what he's doing, man. That yeah, guy. yeah, that's good. All right, that's our show. Uh, you can send us an email to show at GamerlandPodcast.com. You can uh, check out all of the social media handles below on this episode here's what you need to do spread what do i word. need to do you need to spread the word you okay. need to get the word out about uh getting the more downloads we got we got our first paycheck yeah but it was like 10 bucks so i thought it was 20 it was five i was gonna print out a five and then you said it was 20 i'm like well i'm not gonna put out a 20 i was gonna frame a five dollar bill and put it in here but you said 20 like i was like business? well if it was a 20 i'm like that, well you might need that we made 20 dollars since october Oh, okay. So that's the way I figured it's about five bucks a month, but my math is not good. Math yeah, is math, hard for math me. Math is hard. Did you see my quoted tweet? No. I quoted you to a KFI listener who was trying to t- explain something to me, and I said, math is hard, dash the Kevin Miller. Nice. <laughs> math is hard. <laughs> math is hard. <laughs> Unlockable man on Instagram for Kevin Miller. Um, yeah, just check out the description. Spread the word. Tell your friends about the show. Yeah. On behalf of Kevin Miller, it's just worship saying, okay, okay bye. bye.